Ladies and gentlemen, we're in rare form. We have Keith from NiceCast joining us to educate me on what is release the Snyder Cut. Oh, my. How much time do we have, gentlemen? You got 15 minutes. 15 minutes? (laughs) (laughs) Do what you got to do. do. I I may walk over and get something to drink. Do what you got to do. We just finished finished the episode. First, let me do this. Let me do this. I, I explained it as this. Tell me. And you'll, you'll hear it tomorrow. I feel like it's people out there that know that there's a Snyder Cut that exists yeah. that is much better than the weed and bullshit that we got for Justice no, League. 100%. And they want it. That's how I pretty much said it. That pretty much is is the, the gist of it, to be honest. Uh, there's a lot more uh, spicy details. I, 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 t- I talked about it in the article. Yeah. Um... Well, your audience thus far, how would what, what do they lean more towards? I'm guessing there are a lot of MCU fans in general. And to be honest with you, I mean, the women that we talked to, I mean, they just they just get into comic book movies. You know, they just like comic book movies now because their boyfriends like them. So, nice. with, 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 I'm be honest with like your your average black person. I mean, they're, okay. they're just getting into it. They just enjoy it. This is how I like to think of this entire Snyder Cut thing: is uh, imagine. Imagine who who would we objectively say is the biggest hip hop artist right at now? the moment? Yeah, Drake, correct? Drake. Yeah. yeah. So imagine if Drake was working on this culmination of a five six album arc that he had in mind, um, and then right towards the end, some messed up things happen where basically they say, "All right, Drake, all the shit that you rapped, we're gonna have." Lil Pump come and rap all over Damn. it. And, and, and put that out and call it your album. We're going to still say that this is by Drake because ironically, if you go watch the theatrical cut of Justice League, in the opening moments when they have the opening titles, it says it has Zach's name on it twice. Usually you see it once, directed by, a film by. With that particular film, ironically, they have it twice. And you just got to watch the film. You know that there was a troubled production. Something was nah. clear, clearly wrong <laughs> here. And there's a lot of personal details uh, involved as well with uh, his daughter, unfortunately, committing suicide. And, you know, how much that contributed to him ultimately leaving the the project, how much of that was sort of the the PR spin because there were rumors that he was fired as well. So maybe, you know, the studio was like, well, you had this family tragedy happen. This would be a good time to remove yourself. Both parties go their separate ways. Um, And then after that was one of the most interesting fandom occurrences, I think in personally in pop culture history, where you have this very small group of people who actually enjoyed Batman V Superman, a, a film that was critically destroyed upon release. Um, because a lot of critics, obviously, because we are getting to a DC cinematic universe, you think that, uh, you know, there's the obvious MCU uh, competition comparison. So it gets critically destroyed. That changes everything. Earlier this year, Zach had a film event in Pasadena where he actually, for the first time, flat out said that the studio completely lost faith in him upon the release of BVS. So then they said, okay, well, whatever you have coming for Justice League, we need to make it more audience-friendly. And then he compromises, begins to do that. And then throughout the process of, even after the filming is done and he shows a rough cut of the film, they're like, okay, 
we need to bring Joss Whedon on. Joss Whedon, you may know, directed The Avengers. So does um, does more audience friendly mean more lighthearted, which means more MCU? Exactly. When the studio says that, they basically say, "Hey, make make the Justice League the Avengers." And if you look at what Zack was intending to do, like I look at Joker, for example, as a, as a fruit off the Zack Snyder tree. You take a character that audiences may have one perception of in the past. He's been presented as lighthearted with Jack Nicholson on the Batman TV show, then slightly darker, um, much darker, at least with Heath Ledger. And then, you know, it's like you have a character audiences are really familiar with and you just basically shatter audience expectation. And that's what Zach was doing to me, at least with DC characters. Um because and this is a deeper conversation that i can go into about we live in a world where like everyone's trying to do the same thing so everyone's hopping on trends and just you know kind of being homogenized so to have the balls to say that i'm not even going to compete with the mcu i'm just going to do my own thing uh it's pretty wild and i honestly that's why i find zach so inspirational because the mcu to put it in a perspective for a shit ton of people is the modern day star wars I can see that. There are people who are, who look at MCU films who are going to be inspired to be film fans for the rest of their life. Some will be inspired to direct films, shoot films, get involved with films, talk about films, review films, whatever. So to to say that, okay, well, what they do is fine, but we're not going to compete with them. That says a lot. That says a lot about uh, sort of, I guess, the audacity of Zack Snyder to say, fuck the MCU. I'm just going to take these superheroes and, and tell the story that I want to tell. But unfortunately, you have a, a huge movie studio with Warner Brothers. And, um, you know, they have their own business interest. They're very, we, we spoke about this on, uh, on examples where uh, we said that things are just very much, you know, driven by analytics now. You know, things are all about numbers. And how can you pinpoint what is going to be successful, what's not going to be successful? Well, what's the stats looking like? What are the audience, what are the focus groups saying? Um, so yeah, that's where we are. So, uh, this entire week, since today is a two year anniversary of the theatrical justice league coming out this entire week, basically on, on Twitter, they've had, um, every single day represent a different character. And Zach has been on Vero teasing behind the scenes pictures that have never been shown before. Uh, so today is the last day of that event. And as of right now, there are 319,000 release the Snyder cut tweets, hashtag release the Snyder cut. And what really set that off just recently was Gal Gadot, who played Wonder Woman. She posted on her Twitter and Instagram. Um, so that gave it a, a boost as well. So this, And this is crazy to me because, like, Warner Brothers can be like, bet, boom, going to theaters, two weeks, see you there. And bro, they're going to they make a HBO, killing. They got HBO Max coming out. And Disney Plus is on their ass. And they they, they are they are holding this very close to the, to, to the vest, I think. You, to streaming wars, it's like everyone needs some something to to get media attention, to get fans to sign up, to do everything, goodwill, whatever you want to call it. Because I think we also spoke about this, or maybe I was well, I was speaking about how brand loyalty is kind of dead, right? So it's like no one really gives a fuck about Netflix per se. They're just gonna go to whoever has the best content. What's hottest at the moment? What's gave, hottest at the moment? Netflix gave Netflix gave everyone the freaking blueprint, and no one gives a fuck. Because there's no brand loyalty anymore. 
That's we don't we it's not the age for that. Dis- Disney Sorry, Plus were, basically came about. in and did like they they appled Netflix and Samsung. Yeah, you've been doing this. I'm gonna tweak it a little bit and flip mm. it. And I'm and I'm gonna make it substantially cheaper as well. Make that shit seven dollars a month after yeah, you now, just lost yeah. a after you just lost a whole bunch of people for your price increase. Excuse me. Yeah, Netflix so this could, release- Netflix is cutting big ass checks, man. I, I know why they I know why their price is going up. They couldn't big ass checks for these for a lot of these yeah. shows and, and yeah, for a lot are. of these exclusives. So I, it makes sense. Uh, I don't know how long I'll hang on, but. I mean, it is what it, I do remember when when Netflix was I think just eight ninety nine or seven ninety nine as well. But I mean, yeah. you, it, you know, the influx makes sense. It's wild, uh, and it's funny that you you brought up uh, Gal Gadot because uh, if you if you uh, like go through a lot of her threads, a lot of the release the Snyder Cut cats, they were on her ass about not supporting Zach for a yeah. long time. Yeah. So I, I I think that that's a part of the reason why she jumped up and was like, okay, let me let people know. Like, I mean, if it wasn't for Zach, I'm sorry, man, I wouldn't know who Gal Gadot was. Yeah. I, I just wouldn't. Yeah. Like, I didn't. I didn't watch Fast and the Furious. Uh, Same. And when I saw when I saw that she was casted, I was like, uh, "Not what is sure she if thinking? she could do it." Yeah. She blew me away. I mean, I was like, I was happy. Like, I'm happy. Like, I because I love DCAU, mm-hmm. which I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go check out the Wonder Woman. Yeah, the new one just came out. Yeah. Uh, and she she embodies it. She embodies it like a motherfucker. She does a great job, and and you can't. You can't, you're really a hypocrite if you even look at, you know, uh, Jason Momoa and, like, you don't embrace the fact that that was a Zach casting. Like, yeah. you don't, it doesn't, like, I'm going to say, I'm going I'm to be real with you. I think, I think it would be real heavy if James Wan steps up and, and he's like, hey, I, I support Zach. Like, mm. if James Wan does it, because right now at this moment, I would say he's the most successful. Uh, oh, yeah. Aquaman made well, over a billion. Yeah, and I mean, and I I keep saying, I I, I, I wasn't a fan of Aquaman. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't a fan of it either. But I can't. I can't can't confirm this, but I feel like the direction they took him in a solo film was not what Zach was intending for that character. Exactly. And that is, and that is the biggest example of the MCUification of it, where you took this character who was initially presented as very mature and dark and rebellious in nature, and you kind of made him a one-liner and a very typical hero in a solo film. He was a Thor. They just made him Thor in a way. I, I think I think I think the genius of James Wan is you know the 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 cinematography and just I mean James Wan he's a cold ass like he's cold. But I just don't think that he really did um Arthur Curry the way he should have been done. I I don't and I also I also I don't blame him for the fact that it's where he picked them up at. I feel like if mm. you I feel like if James Wan would have started with them and would have mm. collaborated with Zach, it would have been a lot different. But yeah. with what James Wan had, he did a good mm. job. I, I give him props for that. He did a, a decent job, but I'm telling y'all, like, James Wan is a beast. I, I like and, him. He's one of my favorites. And what's wild is when you do that and you have the financial validation, it's it's hard. It's hard to, to fuck with the billion dollars. Yeah. yeah. Right? So yeah. if you're the yeah. studio and you're like, yo, we just put this shit out, we don't give a fuck about if it, if it's what Zach intended or not. She made a billion dollars, and a, a Zack Snyder film did not make a billion dollars. So, you know, it go it all goes to analytics. Was it like seven hundred sixty million for which one for Man of Steel, right? Uh, Man of Steel was in the seven hundreds. BVS with really bad reviews was I think like eight hundred and seventy five million. 
But so see, all the, does um, that DVD sales too? Like that's not DVD sales, huh? No, nah, that's just theatrical. I'm sure. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it's been. I'm it easily. I think would be upper nine hundred millions would be uh with Blu-ray sales and things of that nature. I, 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 I bought it. Like I, I was anxious to see the the, the director's cut. Yeah. And it brought it brought in everything. It made everything just flow seamlessly. Once again, I think there's a lot of bullshit behind the fact that. I feel like BVS was kind of butchered for some strange reason. I don't know why it was released like that, and yeah. um, I don't, I don't know. I, I, we'll, we'll never truly know what, no, what a director in the studio like. What's the real beef? Like, mm. what's the beef? Like, y'all call me. <laughs> y'all, y'all call me. Y'all call me. I come here. I start putting something together. You're like, ah, we ain't fucking with this. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't like what the uh, James Gunn would do. It ain't like what they do in the MCU. It's like, bruh, if you wanted some MCU bullshit, then you should have went and got John Favreau or whatever his name is. Yeah. Why you calling me? Like, Bro, that's, so- that's essentially exactly what they did. Brought on Whedon, and now James Gunn is doing the new Suicide Squad. And they had Margot Robbie the other day in an interview say that this film is full of comedy. Yeah. Um, and that's some wild shit. Because everyone is just chasing the MCU. It's like if we, with examples started doing what Joe Budden does with the the sound effects that he'll play, the gunshots and all that shit. Yeah, we're yeah. like, we are trying to be the Joe Budden podcast. Yeah. But but if you're truly creative, you don't look at what someone else, you're inspired by them and their success, but you don't ever sit there and say that, yeah, I want to be exactly like that. Um, it doesn't happen. And I think what Gal is, what's really tricky with Gal is that she still has a, it's basically her and Jason who have the the cinematic universe at this point in terms of the main characters. Zach does too. Who? Zachary. Uh, Zachary. Oh, Zachary uh, for Shazam. Yeah, yeah, that's the name, right? Zachary Levi, right? Yeah, Zachary Levi. Okay, so it's basically them three, right? Um, but she has her Wonder Woman film coming out next next year, Wonder Woman eighty four. Mm-hmm. So, but her posting about that on Twitter on on, Inst- on Instagram, she has like thirty one point eight million followers. So, so mm-hmm. put that message out. That was put, big. It's a compromising. It's potentially a compromising situation with the studio, because if you're at if you're a WB executive, you're like, yo, what the hell. You got your own shit coming out. You know that what we're doing is moving away from what Zach was doing. And here you come to 31.8 million people telling them to hashtag release the Snyder Cut. What the fuck are you doing? Our hopes as 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 me as a as a low-key mm. release the Snyder Cut guy, I, my belief is that when they do Justice League 2, it'll be in Zach's hands. That's what that's what my belief is. I believe that they're gonna if they're gonna have their backs against the wall and they're gonna have to do it. It's either gonna be that. Mm. Or it's going to be a major collaboration between the most successful WB, you know, guys, which would be Directors. at this point, yeah, which would be James Wan and Patty Jenkins at this point, because uh, I, I think I don't think Shazam, Shazam was in the seven hundreds as well, right? Nah, Shazam was I think totally three hundred million worldwide. Man, I just and man, I, I, I like Shazam a lot too, by the way. I, like I, I said, I, I never I, watched I Shazam. Think, like I said, it's it's it's. Put it like this, Shazam's better than Aquaman. Yeah, sure. Better than Aquaman um, to me. And, and I would, I would put, I would put it up there with the Guardians film. Okay. But the reason I like Guardians films better is because you have more characters that have more personality. The real, to me, the only person I really enjoyed were the kids. Like I just really didn't care for Zachary all that much. But then everybody, Jay, you just gotta watch it. 
because a lot of people love the ending, not the end, not the end end, because the the after credits were horrible. The the after credits yeah. the after credits were an insult, but the ending is for <laughs> I'm just saying they were, but the the end the end of the movie it's yeah it kind of gives you that fan servicing like Endgame did, and I yeah. it, it was fine. And then you yeah. know there's a particular woman in there that is. Uh, she's highly likable as well, so it, it's it's worth watching for the end. It's worth watching. I believe, for the end. I, believe I know who you're talking about. Oh, are yeah. her initials MG by any chance? Yes, they are. You're so predict. You're so predictable, Wellie. Come on, man. you're supposed to be the anti-woman person here, <laughs> <laughs> and his ass is over here nerding out about a particular female casting. That that's the only reason why most people probably are like, oh my god, come on, man. I mean. The movie was right. I believe. I, I'm still a firm MG believer. MG and think like a man, though. Got it. You seem to think like a man. <laughs> Why? Well, you shouldn't even say MG anymore. This <laughs> nah, Jay's still nah. lost. No, I'm not lost anymore. I was until you said think like a man. I'm caught up now. Okay. No. <laughs> I'm caught up Spoiler. now. <laughs> Spoiler. The way my mind works, I started thinking like Hispanic women. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, but yeah, then, yeah. but then when you said "think like a man," I was like, "Okay, I'm here." Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I might check it out tonight, depending on who's playing this late game and if I want to watch it or not. Yeah, I don't know who's playing late game, but yeah, man. Uh, all in all, uh, I think so, comic comic book movies are going in a weird direction, though. Bottom line, very weird direction, gentlemen. Um, yeah, but see, like WB, they just got to put it out. There's enough demand for it. 300, 326,000 tweets is no no small feat about. About a particular movie uh, and the passion behind that, right? So, you got a streaming service coming out with HBO Max. Put the shit out. Day one. Do it. Cause Could the, you the, even the, do a documentary style? When you gotta release the movie, movie. You, you gotta release the film. Okay. Um, because the, the, the money that it would take to finish that, because that was initially the conversation, is that it still had a whole bunch of unfinished visual effects. Because the wild part about Justice League, they reshot this entire film during the course of a summer. As soon as Whedon was brought on. Essentially, during the course of an entire summer, they reshot this entire film. And Henry was shooting Mission Impossible 6. And Henry was shooting Mission Impossible 6, so he had the mustache. Right, right. I remember that. When you factor in the logistics, right, if you go watch Justice League, you'll see how bad he looks because clearly there's something wrong with his fucking lip because they CGI'd out the mustache. But they had no reason to do that because all his original Zack Snyder scenes were shot without a mustache because he hadn't started Mission Impossible at the time. So they cut out all that. So they essentially rewrote his entire Superman arc, shot that shit over the course of a summer... (laughs) So now you have the raw Zack Snyder film, which they say may have unfinished visual effects. So the money you would need to fund a straight-to-streaming-service film or a new TV show, it can't be more uh, to finish Justice League and put that out. You can just essentially put those two costs the exact same and say, okay, day one, HBO Max, what's good? We got the fucking Snyder Cut. We're going we're gonna, to to get people to sub- subscribe. We're going to sell the shit out of this. Smart business decision. I just don't understand why they even needed to put Superman at the beginning of that movie. Oh, I just my didn't, God. Well, I, didn't, I, didn't, I don't understand why they just Well, it's a slap in the face for any fucking Superman fan. It's, it's a slap in the fucking face. Have you played Superman 64 ever? 
for Super years Nintendo, ago? for Nintendo 64. Years that, ago. Yeah. Jesus, yeah, years ago. It's a bigger slap in the face. <laughs> and in that game, ladies and gentlemen, there were moments where, as Superman, you would randomly fall into the floor and the game would glitch out. And the worst part is you had to get to use the freeze breath. You had to pick up a power up. You couldn't even use your freeze breath at any goddamn time. You're fucking Superman. You remember that shit like it was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> because it's traumatic. And I saw the <laughs> opening moments of Justice League and I'm like, this is worse than Superman 64. It's truly befuddling how much they fucked up a character. They did the same thing as Spider-Man to me, bro. Like, bro. That's how I feel about Spider-Man. I like Sp- Spider-Man and The Flash are my favorite superheroes. Understand yeah. that. Yeah, like they're the, my favorite you like, superheroes. You like The Flash TV show? Nah, bro. <laughs> I, I uh, did uh, like the first two. Me, I, I put my son on it. My son watches it faithfully. I just, I don't I don't fuck with it no more. I liked the, like the first two and a half seasons, but now I'm just kind of like, yeah. come on. Come yeah. on, bro. The the Arrowverse is a, it's, it's a it's a little bit cringe to me though I can't I can't really embrace it I don't knock people that that fuck with it but I mean I I'm just I'm just too old for that shit it's not for me though we're not we're not the audience and when you say too old that's kind of what I think about Tom Holland Spider Man I'm like what if we're just not the audience for this that's but then cool. I think about me at like 13 14 15 and I'm like I'm pretty sure I still would have found this shit trash like what is he doing. <laughs> <laughs> but see, yeah, but, but but you think you say that, but look how they grew Toy Story with that audience. Like, mm. see how they grew Toy Story with us. You can grow Spider Man with the core audience that that basically brought him to the game. Yeah, is this being recorded? Yes. Okay, uh, I'm gonna watch Frozen too. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like how you take if it was recorded first and then be, said that. I'm just letting it be known, <laughs> like. I I was going. I enjoyed Frozen one, and I don't enjoy Tom Holland. Mm. I, that's so I don't. That's yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't know the audience. Shit, you nah. could even make the argument Into the Spider Verse wasn't for the adults, but I love the shit out of that movie. Into that's the, the best that, that, movie I've ever seen. That was a great storyline. That storyline was impeccable. Yeah, yeah it, I don't. I don't think I. It's so much you could do with animation, and once again, yeah. that's why. That's why I enjoy the DCAU a lot. Like. I mean, when it comes, when I first, when I saw a flash, I watched Flashpoint seven times because that was, it was that it was that great to me. And when I heard that yeah. they were trying to do Flashpoint on the big screen, like they talk about Ezra doing Flashpoint, I'm worried. I'm scared because I think they're going to destroy it. With what I've been seeing, I'm like, y'all need to leave that alone. Be- like for because real. because they can't go onto the big screen and be like, wait, Superman was evil. Grow a pair. He turned. <laughs> he, he he turned evil because Lois died. Because Darkseid freaking boom tuned into the Batcave and killed Lois, and it was Bruce's responsibility to protect Lois. That was gonna be the arc, and we fucking had it. I'm gonna I'm I'm, I'm say this also. This is yeah. I'm a Johnny Depp fan, so y'all don't know what I would do to see Gal Gadot her head off. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Mm. <laughs> I, I pay for that. I pay to see Wonder Woman take her fucking head off. Bro. That, that would be beautiful. That would be cinematic brilliance. I would pay for that. <laughs> just to hold just, just to hold it out there with the sword in her hand. Oh man. Like I I pay for that. But um and I and I'm I'm also, I also fuck with Ezra Miller. I like yeah. that casting. Josh Whedon ruined him. People need to understand something. 
even with the Arrowverse, even mm-hmm. though I think Red Gus is kind of cheesy, mm-hmm. man, the Flash, the Flash is a very serious character. In the in the comic books, that's the one person that Batman actually fucking looks up to. Like he's like, that's the Boy Scout. Like I I respect him heavily. Like Flash is an amazing character. Yeah, like they, there is like no, he's he no, Flash is the truth. And I mean, I'm not gonna say he's ruined yet. But he definitely is a cornball. Bro, they've He's... gone through they've gone through what five directors now at this point for that solo film. You guys He's, saw the, the director now, right? Um, the guy who did it is the director now. It too. Oh yeah, it sure is. Yes, Fischetti, Fischetti, Fischetti. Yeah. That's right. That's right. And yeah, yeah. Uh, you you guys saw the film Dope? Yep. With yeah. Rick, uh, I can't pronounce his last name. Last name Famu Yawa. I didn't know. I didn't know that was his name. Um, that's his name. He was originally slated to direct the Flash solo. Uh, okay. And but Ezra's still writing it, though, right? Supposedly. Who the hell knows? Yeah. They fucked the entire universe up because, like I said, it all goes back to BVS coming out, getting destroyed critically, and that's it. That changed everything. And yeah. here's the wild part, is that you can still, at least in pop culture, bring up BVS, right? And yeah. it'll still incite passionate opinions and conversations. Of course. So if you but, look at but the- wait wait does it really? Because when's the last time I, I know you've done this? People you, people mm-hmm. have said, "Oh, I didn't like that movie," and you asked them what didn't they like about it, and they couldn't tell you shit. They couldn't tell me anything, and that they're what they could tell me is like, "Did you even fucking watch the film?" And it goes back to this idea of groupthink, right? It's like opening weekend for BVS. Everyone just saw on Twitter that it was getting destroyed critically and just fucking jumped jumped on the bandwagon. Then they went to fucking Rotten Tomatoes and saw that 27% Rotten Tomatoes and said, oh yeah, this film was trash. BVS is wild. From a story perspective, it's wild. And even the action moments in that, in that film, the fucking warehouse scene with Batman, the doomsday fight, I'm gonna it's tell you all something. there. Tell from me. A, from, a, from an outside perspective, people mm. don't want to. People don't want to know. People don't want to accept this. Mm. <laughs> but, no, but seriously, I uh, like where you're going. Man, a lot of people don't like Ben Affleck, bro. I'm For no serious. reason. For no They're reason. Like I, I think. I think that's the one casting mm. that worked, mm. but it didn't work based on the fact that people don't like Ben Affleck. And Ben he Affleck. Ben, not only then, to be honest with you, mm. Ben Affleck is probably one of the best directors in Hollywood. Bottom line, yeah, yeah. He, he's 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 a he's a, he has a great mind, and I think he executed pretty well. But the fact that people don't like Ben Affleck, I mean, it's similar to like people that don't like Angelina Jolie for some strange reason. I Is put them true? people. Yeah, I people. A lot people of people like. I thought nah, after the whole breast breast thing, people loved Angelina Jolie. People might like looking at her, but when they when they hear when they hear names like <laughs> Angelina, when when these new kids on the block, these like Gen Zers and millennials, when they hear names like Tom Cruise, Angelina Jolie, they get kind of snobbish mm. a little bit like they don't really care for those names anymore so it's, when it's I, like it's like them saying eminem is trash like exactly that's just it's a popular just, sentiment just, yeah it's just cool to say and it's like well I have don't you know, heard I, the slim shady lp any of you who say eminem is trash are you out of your fucking mind okay Thank okay you. i told you guys 15 minutes you got two <laughs> minutes left before we hit 30 i need your parting words <laughs> what are we titling this what is this hashtag release the snyder cut I was going to do a 20 for 20, we, but now it's 30 minutes long, so I'm just going to drop it randomly. We can okay, just do that. Okay, okay. Release uh, the Snyder Cut. Hashtag release Snyder Cut. Listen to examples. <laughs> examples podcast. YouTube, Spotify. Um, what else is there? Apple Podcasts. 
uh, IG content, Twitter content. That's it. Um, I'm gonna fuck you two minutes. Um, I'm <laughs> even though I. <laughs> <laughs> even though I'm excited for comic, even though I think comic book movies are going in a weird direction, I, I am kind of excited for, like I told you on a, a, a No Boundaries podcast, I'm excited to see what they do with Cheetah. Um, I, I, I want to see what Wonder Woman 84 is about. That's really the only uh, movie I'm looking towards. And a lot of people that are listening to this and that really don't understand what we're talking about when we say Justice League was butchered, go watch uh, X-Men Dark Phoenix mm-hmm. and you'll understand what it's like to butcher a movie in a Russian movie because that's that movie was uh was fucking awful. So yeah, those are my parting words. Are you excited for Robert Robert Pattinson as Batman? I'm I'm lukewarm. Lukewarm. I don't I don't have I, I the funny thing about that is I mean I don't I don't mind Christian Stewart. Like I just don't think that there are certain roles that she should do. That's why I made I shot a slug at Charlie's Angel. But um I mean I think Robert Robert Pattinson's cool. I like the direction that movie's going. You know, we'll see. We'll see. Catwoman. I, I don't know what's going on with this movie. I don't know who the villain is. Got Catwoman. It's just. It seems like a lot's going on. I don't, I don't a know. lot is going on. Yeah, it's a lot going on. What you What you got to say, Jamie? Hey, I am actually more educated on release the Snyder Cut. Y'all got a little okay. deep in in the in the comic book superhero fandom than I I normally partake in, but I've gained <laughs> okay. some knowledge. Ha, ha, have you seen Justice League, Jay? Yes, I have seen Justice League, and you were disappointed. Or you I, thought it was trash. I, I I think I just said I felt like it was rushed, okay. like 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 exactly. you, you rushed the whole story along, like rushed over the course of a summer, ladies and gentlemen, over like, a like, fucking summer. Like like um, fuck! I was trying to get off this shit. No, bro. We're gonna bring those sucky back in. <laughs> like 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 I I felt I, I felt like. Stephen Wolf was underdeveloped. Like I had no reason why he was. I had no knowledge of why he was doing what he was doing. He was just doing it. I and it's like, okay, you tell me about the mother box. I know the mother box created um, cyborg. Like you have to be able to get you the casual person like me. And they really, I, they really confused me more than anything. More than bringing me in, they confused me. Like, like, cause, cause being like MCU has laid this blueprint. When you say mother box, I'm thinking Infinity Stone. Like what's the, mm. you haven't told me what's different. You haven't told me how they're alike. Like you, you, you didn't catch the casual person. And I think that's what MCU did. They were able to catch the casual person because they built a foundation. That's they took exactly the time to build a foundation. Mm. When y'all walked away from this movie, who was your favorite character? In Justice League. Yeah. Zack Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Uh, I wa- Nobody. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not even bullshitting you for real. To, to nobody me. would no, nobody was like they didn't make anyone likable. They didn't make I a didn't, single fucking. I didn't know enough like, about anybody. Ju- it's it's the fucking Justice League. <laughs> what are, what are we what are we fucking doing here? Honestly, uh, the funny thing about that, me, I feel the same way as y'all. But for some reason, everybody walked away like a cyborg. Never really understood that. So I didn't know enough about it. Other, a lot of people walked away. A lot of casual fans walked away talking about, man, they should have did more with Cyborg. I don't know if he's because he was just black, but a lot of people, they liked him. It was interesting. And what Zach initially intended, he got into it a little bit this week, is that he wanted Cyborg, well, how he said it was, he wanted it to be the heart of the film. So he had a lot more planned for Cyborg. His and then they heart had... is definitely the film. He's, he's the mother box. <laughs> <laughs> and then they had this Flash and Cyborg team-up film that could have been really important as well and really special. That didn't end up happening. There was so much shit that fell apart. It's just so disheartening. Like, like I would have... I 
I would have let me tell you things I would have liked more of in Justice League. I would have liked more of the playoff flash and Superman speed. Jay, I have to cut you off. There has been an update. And you wanted to end this podcast episode. You would have missed this update. Ben Affleck has tweeted, hashtag release the Snyder Cut. This shit is is about to become, by tomorrow morning, there may be over a million tweets about this. Over a fucking million tweets. We are witnessing one of the, if you're listening to this right now, we are witnessing one of the craziest pop culture events in history. There was so much fucked up shit that happened with this film, and it's just been one passionate fan base, a small passionate fan base, who has over two years hyped this shit up to this point. Ben Affleck has tweeted, release the Snyder Cut. Yo, this, is, this is for your people too, in an extent, Keith. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, they want to hear you talk about this shit. They they love coming at you when you talk about this shit. They want they, I, they, they like it. They they say they hate it, but they love it. So I don't know what you want to do with it, but you you need. I to make- myself don't know. Now that you asked me about that, I don't know, bro. It's like <laughs> you know you know what the wild part is is that you can talk about something, right? Like Stephen A. Smith can talk about sports all he mm-hmm. wants and make yeah. eight million dollars from ESPN, right? And do, does anyone ever look at Steven and say, you just talk about sports. You don't fucking play sports. You just talk, you just critique basketball. You don't play basketball. I will sit there and try to distinguish myself from people that review films and do shit. You know what they say? You don't actually create anything. You just commentate on it as if there's no value in commentating. And that shit was fucking with my head for a really long time. Like I'm, I, w- I want to write a script now, and I want to start seeing if I can direct some shit, like a short film or something, but it really fucked with my head. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'm not going to talk about any of you pop culture shit anymore. Now, <laughs> now, now I'm just going to sit here and make my own shit. But like you said, it should, will suck you back in. It will suck I, you back in. I think it's your lane, and I, I personally think that you shouldn't, you shouldn't get off the lane for a bunch of weird old kids in their basements beating their meat to MCU films. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, my, I don't know, man. But yeah, man. Uh, I guess I gotta. I guess I gotta go watch Justice League again. Not. Uh, <laughs> that's all. That's 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 all I got, man. Yeah, man. Batman v Superman is a masterpiece. No Boundaries is one of the best podcasts on the internet. Examples podcast is pretty great itself. We got some wild shit that we're doing there. Um, and as Jay would say, the nice cast is just lukewarm trash. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say lukewarm trash. I say medium okra. I'm <laughs> you say that about yourself that you're lukewarm trash. And that or medium okra, one one of the two. But Gosh, anyways, yeah. thank y'all for joining us for this. I don't even know what the fuck we're calling this except hashtag release the Snyder Cut. It's Jay. It's Welly F. It's Keith. It's the nice cast. It's no boundaries. It's examples. Thank you all for having me. <laughs> fuck you, Will. We out. But. Ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?